Yo. Oh, sheesh, we almost hung up. Hey, man. I'm here, you know, made it. Yeah, I'm just goofing. New boot goofing? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Same shit, different day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ended up getting screwed on my prize pick last night. As, as, as a... <sighs> As I felt, you know, as expected. Yep, it's usually how it works. It was so weird how, like, the things were uploading, though. It wasn't uploading in real time, obviously. It, it doesn't do that. So when I texted you guys saying Manea or whatever, it said it was locked. It said he had, like, six pitching outs and he was done or something like that. And then I checked again at night, and he went for, like, 19 outs. But the thing is, his picture – this is going to make me sound fucking retarded, but his picture on PrizePix is he's in an A's uniform. So I was looking mm-hmm. through the A's, and I was like, I don't even see this guy playing. What the fuck? He's on the Padres, you dumbass. No shit. That's what I was telling you. Yeah. So I was telling you, he used to play for the Mar- or, uh, for the Athletics, and they were playing the Mariners. So that's why. Yeah. So I thought I was like thinking it was the A's playing. I was like, A's fucking suck. This is a tall lock. Sheesh. Good thing. You tell everybody. Sometimes it's hard to keep up with, like, who plays where and shit. Yeah, looking they're wearing the wrong jersey and shit. Yup. Is Justin here? Present. Present. Yes. Oh, here, here. Mm-hmm. Which one of you said you had a rant? That would be me. Did you already go off? No, we were waiting for you. But I have like a really good one. And it really just like... It's home, and it's like just hard to watch. I can't watch this. Like, uh, and once I, say, I, I, I know, I know Ryan will like figure it out and bring it up. But oh boy, so um, I've been with no sports. I catch myself the last couple of days spending a lot of time like thumbing through reels on Instagram, right, <laughs> and. Um, I, for whatever reason, it's probably the algorithm because I'm always like on sports pages and stuff. But I always like come across. I don't even know who the Instagram accounts are, but it's um, clips of it's like club seven on seven. Oh gosh! Tournaments. <laughs> you ever like? Do those ever come up? Come up on your feed or no? Yeah, oh, I see. I see a couple of those. Okay, so. Usually, like it's like a like a a big time recruit or whatever, you know. It's yeah. Whatever, regardless. So I always watch them. And Ryan, have you seen any of them or no? Yes, I watch them all the time. Okay. The first thing that like really like grinds my gears is, um, it's becoming like who can like dress the weirdest. Absolutely. Pajama, pajama pants. Yeah. Like, yep. what since when is like as like a coach do you let your player go out there in pajama pants or fucking like just it's just not uniform it's really like bad product like to be able to allow like your players to do that 
as a former coach, like, even more ridiculous. If you allow it to happen, you're never going to be able to give that back up. So, yep, yep. That's like number one. I was like, okay, and it's just only going to get worse and worse because like the younger generation, because they do like seven on seven for the youth, youth level and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They're all going to try to mimic these top prospects at the high school level. I see like. All these youth seven on seven leagues where it just becomes, yeah, like a costume contest. Like, who could be the flashiest? And it has nothing to do with like your play or anything like that. Not that seven on seven has like that, uh, like predictability, but um, it still, it just takes away the like the team aspect of what. No, absolutely. So, so like to piggyback what you say, like, how do you allow that as a coach is like, I guess the answer could be, well, if this guy's a five-star recruit or you know, a top prospect, you're going to let him do whatever the fuck he wants. But, I mean, like, when, when did that start happening, you know? Like, if we, if I showed up to practice in pajama pants, I'd be fuck. hey, run the hill and shit. <laughs> I don't know. It just – and, like, like, and, and, and I agree with it. It just it, – it takes away from, like, the camaraderie and, like, like the team-building aspect of it, I guess. I don't know. I mean – I don't know. I think a lot of it has to do with video games and being able to create like your player and just making them look as eccentric and ridiculous as shit. And then it transfers into like real life now. I could see that. Hmm. I could see that. But like, this might be like a trickle effect from like the NIL. Um, Yeah. Coaches just literally have like no say over what goes on. It could be different at the, like the actual like team high school team level, but these, these like, Seven on seven off season off season leagues that are equivalent to what uh, AAU is to, to basketball. It's just like it's yeah. just gonna get out of control. The next thing we're gonna see are like just fights. And you like already it. see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I have one more point. So if you want to talk on that, go ahead. But I have one yeah, more point. I I was just gonna say it's funny how I, I do see it. I see it all the time. Just the algorithm always pops up because I'm always watching them. But uh, if you take my point, I'm gonna fuck. Well, I'm just saying, it's funny how, like, back in the day, like, what PJ was saying, it's eccentric or whatever for us back in the day was, like, wearing a wristband or some shit like that. Yeah. And now it's gotten, like, way, like, these fools all do 7 on 7 only wearing compression shorts and shit yep. like that. It's like, yep. what the fuck are we and, doing? Um, most highlight color cleats and shit, too. Yeah, I think. Well, go go ahead and talk about your second point. Oh know, no, no, let me go. Know. Let me go, Justin. Oh, yeah. Hold on to that one. Hold on to that one. What I can't stand is seeing these seven on sevens, and then like they make a catch, you know, in the end zone, and then start like doing the dance celebration. First of all, that could be the easiest part. On seven, <laughs> like this. for sure. And really? Yep. In seven on seven with zero contact, you're not wearing pads, and there's no pass rush. To the quarterback. You literally uh, are out there just like segue to my next point. Yeah. Let me that'll seg- segue me right into my next point. Somehow, some way they now introduced a pass rusher. Yeah. Seven on seven. That. Like a blitz. Like, you know, old school, like youth football. You know, like, like, not even like backyard football. Yeah, backyard. Yeah. No, not even. It's like hike, blitz, and you're running out there, you know, like you're saying yeah. blitz and shit. Now this is it's been introduced into seven on seven. We're like the quarterback will just take like take the ball uh, from the snap, whether that's from the uh, the tripod thing or someone snapping, you know. And then a free rusher comes right up the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, okay, yeah. first of all, when, when is that ever going to happen? You know, that that's not realistic at all. 
No. But then yeah. it's like the quarterbacks are okay, scrambling. There's obviously yeah. coaches standing behind the quarterback. So they're like using the coaches as like shields, basically. <laughs> it's just like the most bizarre thing. Like when people try to reinvent the wheel. There's there's nothing wrong with just basic seven on seven. The fact that they have to uh, implement this now, it just it's just getting it, the product is turning. You know, I, I haven't I haven't seen that yet, but just hearing you say that makes me think, hey, that means all these quarterbacks are just going to be rolling out and throwing on the run now. That's correct. That's it. Like, Every yeah. play. Yep, they take away half the field, and it becomes like two man routes. Yep. That's yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. And I'm sure there's a limit on how many times they can blitz or whatever like that. But just like, why? We, why? What's wrong with the the countdown? Like, I don't understand what, why they got to add the blitz. Who knows? Yeah. It just uh, I don't know. It, it makes no sense. And you start seeing this shit in basketball too. These people, it, the basketball has become who can wear the highest shorts without looking ridiculous. That's true. That's that's better than the alternative, though. I mean, I'd rather like like short like. Old school basketball shorts and fucking compression shorts, but well, yeah. But whatever happened to like the like the knee length? <laughs> like, uh, where, when did all this like, go away? It's just becoming like the norm now. You see it even like these fucking frat kids and shit wearing these boat shorts. And, uh, you know uh, what? I'll, 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 this is like totally off topic, but um, when I was uh, before we went on vacation, so this was what the end of June, right? Or was it mm-hmm. in June? I forget. In June sometime. I had to like uh try to like um get some some new outfits or some new clothes or whatever, you know, because all my stuff is just like way over I'm I'm due for some new new shorts and t shirts and stuff. Anyway, yeah. So I had to get some summer clothes and stuff like that. So like, literally everywhere I looked, they had the five and a half inch inseam for the shorts. Like dude, dude I can't rock that. I need no. where do I find normal shorts? Yeah, <laughs> dude, like gone are the days wearing normal clothes, dude. <laughs> no, I found like one because like the the style now is shorts. I don't know if you guys know this is like the elastic waistband and just tie which is perfect for me. That's like my go to. You know, I don't know oh, yeah. the button or the whatever. So like but still I couldn't find the length that I wanted, which is just right <laughs> above the knees. I need like a eight inch inseam or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> five and a half. That that's tiny. That's really five tiny. and a half. I feel like I'm in Tony's. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what? I I have a pair of board shorts that are, are probably pretty close to five and a half. Yeah. And uh, but I would only wear that if I was like jumping in the pool because I'm not like walking around in that and stuff like that. <laughs> like, we're going to going like a, a, a freaking Father's Day breakfast and shit like that. I can't find normal shorts, you know. Like, I can't be walking around in five and a half inch inseam shorts. This is ridiculous. Where to God, we're back in the like fucking seventies or some shit. I'm fine with it, but at least give me the option to buy <laughs> the length of shorts that I want. You know, yeah. other people can wear it, and they can probably pull yeah. it off way, way better. No, than yeah, a lot of people pull it off. That's fine, but like people like me and you and Ryan, we're not gonna be rocking that shit. No. <laughs> First um, of all. I probably should start. That's why my legs are so white as shit. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, to go, but to go back to the seven on seven thing. Um, the the thing that makes me feel like there's no end to this, like it's going to keep getting like worse and worse, it is, is you see a lot of these. Yeah, well, you see a lot of the the five star or big time recruits, and majority of the 
highlights you see it like them coming. You cut out like the five star recruit at the USC, and there's one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Tennessee, I think. Hold on, hold on. You and cut out. I think they're both. Hold on, Sorry. Ryan. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. You hold on for a second. You cut out before you made your first point. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was saying. <laughs> hopefully, I don't cut out again. I was saying I think this is going to continue to get worse. Because the when you're seeing highlights of these like five star recruits, majority of their highlights are clips from their seven on seven. And so they like there is like the five star recruit going to USC and then the five star recruit that's committed to I think Tennessee. Have you seen their highlights? No. Well just like in a like a short like like real yeah I've only seen like one each probably from seven on seven that's all I've seen. yeah yeah absolutely but and it goes back to like what PJ was saying that seven on seven is it's I'm sure it was created just to like for practice purposes to <laughs> yeah. to not like have your quarter, like to kind of see like the the play in live you know like full speed without like a rush and then not yeah. just on paper. And then it's it basically transi- just like breaking down coverages. Yeah. And then it transitioned into the competition where uh-huh. like, dude, we're really good at seven on seven. Yeah. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is it's not, it doesn't necessarily translate to real 11 on 11 football. It has nothing to do with actual football. And so it, it just, I don't know. <laughs> we, we, me, Justin and I did it. We, we like formed a couple club teams and we were doing it and, it's so like fake. The the shit you like run is so fake. Correct. Yeah. It's it's literally just backyard football. Yeah. I can we could I can speak firsthand and say that uh like teams will run a completely different offense and defense yeah. in seven on seven than they actually would in a normal game. And that just to me it ends up being just a waste of time. But to me, that, that that it makes me ask the question: like, how are they far four and five star recruits already? Like, did they ball out last season or something, or is it just based off their like physical ability or physical attributes? Like, I, I don't understand. I if, try. If, I, I can go moss someone in seven one seven too, you know, easily. No, no I, I follow. The, <laughs> I follow the recruiting pretty closely. The college recruiting, I would say, majority of. You guys can hear me, right? Yeah. I would say majority of the star rankings, they come from no, – I'm already forgetting how this is going to go. But they, like – majority <laughs> of it comes from, like, number one, your your your, uh, your numbers on paper. How would your height and weight compared to your to your position? That's probably yeah. number one. Yeah. Number two is what's, what school do you go to and where do you play at? Like, what region? Yeah. And, uh, and then the next – like marker is what are your your uh testing numbers including yeah. seven on seven stuff like fuck oh. this guy threw the boss like 60 yards in a seven on seven and, you know and he's like six five and he plays mm-hmm. like you know dallas texas all right this guy is a fucking five star you know mm-hmm. so yeah. because i think it's it's almost impossible to get a true a true rating of every fucking player in high school you know for star purposes 
So yeah. they just they just use you know damn this this is a big boy fucking left tackle six no six, that's three, that's 15. what I'm saying it's like it's physical attributes and fucking like region like you said yeah and you know plays plays that De La Salle okay five star mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it really but then and then it goes back to like what we're saying like oh, okay this kid is a sophomore or junior he's like a four or five star recruit getting some offers and uh, now now he just mobs out to seven on seven shit in like pajamas and like a a hoodie with just a hood, like no, no sweatshirt. <laughs> Have you ever seen those? Yeah, no. So, so weird. This was wearing the Assassin's Creed hood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it just, you know, for my experience as like coaching, the very limited time I did, I mean, it's to me, I think it's a total like, like, um, what's the saying? Like thorn in the bush, or whatever the fuck that saying is. I don't know if that's the saying. Cause something like that, thrown in. I don't know, whatever. It just, uh, it's to me, it's the whole Spencer Atler vibes when he was in high school. Yeah, and it, it it's shown now that it's not the best because they like fucking like wanted to, that guy like dead basically when he was at Oklahoma. <laughs> the, the 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 fans in the in the stadium were like chanting like "We want Caleb" and shit. And, yeah. <laughs> You know, and this guy was the five, he was like one of the top recruits coming out of high school. And like I said, he was on that Netflix show. And I'm sure his head was fucking gigantic going into college. And oh, for sure. And then uh, it just does it doesn't translate. You know, most of the people that that work out in the end, especially in the NFL, are all like blue collar, head down. You know, just work day in day out. Yeah, that's so, why that that the kind of it kind of has to do with the point I was trying to make earlier is like. When you when you're a coach and you let these kids do this at the high school level in particular, mm-hmm. you're just filling their ego in their head. They they think they can do whatever they want, so they're not working as hard as they should be. You know, they think yeah. they're just natural God given talent. And, and so they get to the college level, and it's going to be a wake up call. And and nothing satisfies me more than seeing the whole transition and then just them shitting the bed. For sure, I don't I, wish bad for anyone, but it's like when you are like, like, yeah, we keep using this guy. When we're in fucking pajamas, <laughs> like, <laughs> like practice and shit, I hope you don't do good, you know? Yeah, because they, they, most of these kids have never faced any sort of adversity. No, none. And that's why it's Not, like, not in sports, at know, least. I'm, I'm transferring and shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, and then they... No, trust, we've dealt with it too, kids fucking, their parents, are like, my son's playing varsity only, you know, shit like that. Fuck yeah. out of here, dude! You're just filling them up to to fail, really. And when they do, it's like you, you, I think you guys know who like the family I'm talking about. It's like it's so sad. It's like I get so much satisfaction to going back. Oh, you're coaching at our high school now. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you didn't go play college ball at all. Ah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess I mean it is what it is, but I think yeah, I think it's it's getting to the point where the point of no return. I think. I think I'm onto something with the. Uh, it has to do with like Madden and and 2K. Huh. I really, I really think that it's playing a, a big role in the pop culture, and the games are just so fucking trash because because that is what it's become revolved around is like putting money in and and just basically decking your guy out to look fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It, it's it's definitely a double-edged sword because I yeah. hate that shit, but at the same time, I am like a big supporter of the NIL shit. So, yeah. what do you? I mean, what are you gonna do? 
I, I no, guess when, sure. you're, when, when you're, I guess if you're 16, you're making like millions of dollars, then who, who fucking cares what I think, you know? But no, for sure. It just, I, I like I, like I've said in the previous pods, is like I, I just, I, I, I am behind the NIL deal. I think there's some things they need to hash out first, but um, yeah, I just think giving young kids that much money just to play sports, like a child's game, you know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Oh. I'm behind it, you know. It's it's gonna it's. I think it'll be good, and it'll it'll help like uh, even the playing field. I think definitely. But well, well, the concept behind it is for the most part, college football is the biggest revenue maker for most of the colleges in America, and so you take out these athletes that are making all the money. What are you guys left with? You know, how do you guys make any sort of money like on tuition alone? Okay. Good luck with that. And then so, <laughs> yeah. so now it's just like it's like a union strike type thing. And it's like, well, let's let's pay these people what they're worth, make yeah. them some money because they're basically employees. Yeah. So that's that's like the concept behind it. So it doesn't matter like their age or whatever. But I'm just curious uh, to see how many future famers are not going to even make it to the NFL just because they get lazy in college because they got paid yeah. out. Fuck, I would do it. To, to be honest, <laughs> someone gave me a couple of mil. I'm like, it's funny because I was watching. Yeah, that, uh, exactly. That's that's literally my point, like, though. Like you're checking out. That's okay, though. Fuck the Hall of Fame. Give a fuck about that shit. I understand. So funny, but like, like, I see these. Can you hear me? Yeah. Go ahead. Yep. Oh, you were you were cutting up. No, no, I just stopped talking. Oh. Uh, I just I see these videos all the time on, on Instagram where they're like, "Would you rather have like a million dollars or like a ten minute conversation with Jay Z?" Like, fuck that! Give me the fucking money, dude. You know? Yeah, what? <laughs> it's the same shit. Would you rather have like ten million now or go to the Hall of Fame? Like, fuck, give me my fucking money, you know? <laughs> yeah, but then then but the, the the point I'm trying to make is that there's really no reason for you to like work hard at it after you've already been paid out. One hundred percent. No, I agree. So that could also damage like college football as the sport, you know? Maybe I think it'll damage NFL more, but yeah, true that. Because these college kids are going to start getting paid more than NFL players. And I and I, I'm calling it right now that you're gonna we're gonna have a Netflix documentary. You know that one that came out a while ago called Broke. All the NFL, all the old like uh, yeah. professional, like two years after yeah. retiring. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. That in, in college, he was gonna be a fucking you know he's gonna be a first round lottery pick, and then he fucking ended up doing drugs and shit or something. Guaranteed. Yep. Yep, I agree. But... Can't give this much money to young kids. It's just it's just not smart. But I understand why they're doing it. You know, I keep saying or repeating it. But anyway, well, I was. We watching... don't even keep beating a dead horse here. <laughs> I was I was watching the. I've been watching Joe, uh, Joe Rogan podcast a lot. Because there's nothing on TV to watch, and uh, he was he was talking to uh, Eric Eric Anders, I think his name is. Just have you seen that one? Not yet. No. It's pretty interesting. I don't want to like spoil the whole thing for you guys, but I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So plug your ears. He just, uh, you know, do you know you guys know his background? No. Yeah, from Alabama. Yeah, he played football at Bama, which hmm. I'm sure he was there in like the. Like the like the heart of like their reign, 
So they weren't like slouches. They were probably like a fucking top ten team or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, he tried to go to the NFL, like didn't work out. He kind of bopped around through like Canadian Football League and stuff like that. And uh, he said he went back to Bama. He got, you know, he got his degree. Went back to Bama, thinking like, oh, fucking alumni will help me out and shit. And he couldn't get a job, so he was like, became like a janitor. <laughs> so yeah. you go from being like a, a football player, like the best college football program out there, mm-hmm. potentially like making the NFL, and then now you're a janitor and. Uh, kind of got into fighting and he was just saying how a lot of the fighters complain about the pay you know uh-huh. can you guys hear me yep. yeah no i'm with you can you hear us man <laughs> dude this one it's because he has his headphones in and he's fucking talking that shit yeah well that's what happens eric anders this is a ufc fighter mm-hmm now I know who you're talking about. I was like, I thought you're talking about like a football player. I don't think Eric Anders rings any bells. No, I mean, I like his story and I like to root for him, but he's just not very good at UFC. I think is he like a white dude? He's like light skin. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking. There's another guy with a really good story. We can bring that. We'll save that for another pod. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you have any plays going today or what? No, I don't. Do you guys hear me? Yeah, go ahead. The fuck? Hey, see that? Anyways, I don't even know where <laughs> I, I was like basically talking to myself. Yeah, no, you were talking uh, about Eric Anders, how UFC fighters complain about their pay. And he was saying that that's like stupid because what he did is just and started investing in real estate. And he's gotten to the point where he's like, I, I have like 15 houses and uh, I don't need to fight anymore, you know? So yeah. yep. it just, of course, there's going to be stupid people with the NIL money that blow their money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hopefully people are smart and figure out how to like invest it. No, so. for sure. I think, I think that needs to cut their schools are going to need to hire like team agents and shit, or, like financial advisors. That's what I would do for sure. It's, I mean, it's not that, yeah, it's really simple. But, yeah, I don't know. To piggyback off that UFC comment, though, it's like, yeah, a lot of them are, are complaining about the payment, but it's like, I mean, start like investing, you know, start start doing something with the money. But all I know is how to fight and shit. Okay, well, you can only do that for so long. Okay, <laughs> start thinking about something. Well, it kind of goes back. Well, the I would say not back, but the root cause of that is for sure what teenagers are taught in high school and, and before that like there's yeah. no in, like uh information or courses or classes on investments and stuff like that so it's right. so like you know foreign language yeah, it's basically just get fucking thrown <laughs> yeah so whatever yeah <laughs> yeah um I'm trying to anybody else anybody else yeah go go take it I'm trying to just no no, no. I I honestly have I've didn't didn't uh have any topics planned on on the old mind today well are you taking anything today sports wise or no 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 like like I said yesterday um just since just kind of feeling it out this week I'm just gonna I'm gonna uh add to like my list like my my little betting book that I have 
Mm. So I'm, I'm going to try to hit it, hit it hard this weekend, but I, I'm going to be working tomorrow and the weekends are going to be long. So I don't, I don't know. I'll probably, I'll probably try to put like a big play in on Friday. Mm, nice. I'm not, I'm not going to touch UFC this weekend. That's for damn sure. Mm. I, uh, I've actually hit a couple bets last couple of days. I think I think we, we like that. Yeah, I think the best way to like do it when you're like in kind of in a rut is uh, pay, pay attention more so to the, the lines rather than the stats, and yeah. don't watch the games. <laughs> don't watch the games. No, no, I disagree. I watch the games to see who's performing or who it looks like they're going to like show out next game or shit the bed. Yeah. But you have like no way of like being able to like, use that as like, like primary source. Like, dude, he did good today. Therefore he's going to do good tomorrow. No, but eventually you'll see a, uh, like a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So. And then, I mean, the list has helped me so far. I mean, I've hit a lot of my under bets. It's the ones that are like mid tier or good that, they're always set at such a high number that it just messes with my head. <laughs> yeah. So I I was uh, yesterday I had because I was I was saying yesterday on our pod that we didn't, we didn't really like finish, <laughs> but uh, that I was leaning Tampa Bay Rays because Boston just played like a long, like long series against Ooh, the Yankees. Series. Yeah. yeah, where they had to like pull out all the tricks just to just to get like two wins, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh of course Ray's like so I took Ray's team total, Ray showed up that their team total hit in the second inning. And then uh, I was like, all right, fucking my book cashed that out right away. So I was like looking and uh the the Royals were favorites and that doesn't happen very often because they're not they're not very good. So they were like minus one forty. Like fuck it, I'll take fucking team total for them as well and uh it hit very easily so i'm applying that logic to today i already mentioned to justin what our play what my play was and the mariners are on the road against uh let me pull it up right here mariners are on the road against the nationals and they were yeah mariners are minus 110 lines moving now to minus 120 so the books definitely like them and the over-under set at nine, so I took the team total for them. Nice. So, that's... So got a little action going. Yep. I'm trying to update a YouTube playlist. I'm doing our, our top 25 quarterback countdowns. I've been seeing those, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about two or three? I just did the third one today. Um, so, we'll see how it goes. Justin, you still here? Present. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to put together a uh, like I've been saying, uh, something something with NFL. I don't know if it's gonna be like fantasy mock draft or like top twenty five positions. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mock draft right. stuff is so hard. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I'm not trying to mock draft like. To tell you who's going to be in what position, I'm just going to basically line out like these are your, these are your best bets, basically in fantasy football. Hmm. Well, I'm going to have to like lean on you for our fantasy draft this year. Mm-hmm. I feel like I already have like a, an outline. Who's, who's who's top five? Can you give me top five right now? No. Top five? Yeah. 
It's got to be like position. I, I, I don't know. It, I mean, I can give you five names for sure that are like my top five. Yeah. Okay. I'd say Jonathan Taylor, uh, Najee, Najee Harris. Um, we can go Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. And then. This is top five I, players in the NFL? I would top five for fantasy for me. And then Cooper Cup. I think those are pretty much top five last year, but I see the same. I can predict like the same, like a similar season from all those people. I mean, Jamar Chase is going to ball out. Um, Justin Jefferson's going to ball out. I think Jonathan Taylor has another fucking outstanding year. He was RB number one last year. Um, what, what about uh, what about the, the top? Give me like top three quarterbacks. Quarterbacks? Yeah. All right, I'd say Josh Allen, fucking either uh, Burrow, Mahomes, or what the hell? Dude, what, what do you mean? How is that not your top three right there? What the fuck? Joe Burrow? And, I mean, you, you're leaving off arguably, arguably the best quarterback or best athlete in the world in the last, like, 100 years. Who? Uh, Tom Brady. I mean, he's not. He doesn't really produce like great fantasy numbers, though. He was like, Aaron I don't even think he was top. Yeah, for sure. I'm just okay. If you're gonna ask me what my top three is and then shit on it, then why are you asking me? Well, there's gotta be my top three on everything. No, for sure. But I mean, I'm giving you my top three quarterbacks. You just asked me. I I wouldn't take Tom Brady, and if you are gonna take him, take him in like a late, like one of the last rounds. I'm sure he'll still be there. Aaron Rodgers went last round in my league last year. And had one point the first week, but after that he did good. <laughs> I'm saying you, um, you want you're talking about top three fantasy quarterbacks. I'm talking about output and throwing. Joe Burrow throws like 50 times a game. Okay, I can also I would also put like Russell Wilson up there in Denver because I think he's gonna do way better than he did in C- in Seattle the last couple of seasons. But yeah, Mahomes is always going to be up there, and Josh Allen. Josh Allen puts up like forty-six points a game. He's good for like a rushing touchdown and like two throwing touchdowns a game. You're still going to take Mahomes at two or three, whatever you're saying, with no Terry Kill. Uh, I think he can still make it happen. The same output? No, not the no, definitely not the same. I mean, maybe shit. It's not. It's, I mean, Aaron Rodgers hasn't had great fucking receivers his whole career, too. Yeah, but I mean. Mahomes, yeah, here, we, here we go. <laughs> they have he's the got, same amount of Super Bowls, no? Prove. He's got to prove it with this team he has now. And yeah, then absolutely. I, I can agree with that, where Aaron Rodgers has proved it because he's just made people better. That's the same thing with Brady, too. Brady the, one thing about, like, the one thing you're kind of, yeah. The one thing that you kind of uh, – it's kind of – I don't really care for, like, accounting for rushing yards for quarterbacks. That's the way you win in fantasy, I feel like. For sure, but that's just like kind of like a cheap way to win, in my opinion. Because it's like not, <laughs> not all quarterbacks, like the older quarterbacks, they don't run. And that's yeah. like, that's better. But you can get away winning leagues with like Kyler Murray and shit. And he's definitely not one of the best. Fuck Kyler. Kyler Murray would be like fucking not even my top 20 this year. Yeah, but he runs the ball. Like, that's awesome. Lamar Jackson. Know. Yeah, sure. but I mean, even Lamar. I mean, Lamar did pretty good last year. So did Kyler. I had Kyler Murray, but I, I just I, I wouldn't put like my faith in those two ever again. You know. Right. Well, I guess my argument is that leagues 
should start to um, give less points, less points for rushing yards for a quarterback. Yeah, yeah especially- I mean, it's all it's all up to the commissioner at that point. You can set set the scoring however you want. Everyone just has to agree with it. But standard standard leagues and standard scoring. That's why I have like. Okay, I have Burrow top three because he's like I said, his output he throws about fifty times a game. Josh Allen's gonna rush for almost hundred yards every game and a touchdown, <laughs> like almost every game. So that's one and two right there. In between okay, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Rogers, and Brady. That's I mean, there's your top six right there. Hmm. And you can argue Lamar Jackson, but who he has zero receivers. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't matter. Fantasy, he has Mike Mark Andrews though. And no, in fantasy, you want red zone touchdowns, scrambling, and rushing yards, and rushing touchdowns because, like, a uh, uh, I think a QB touchdown is only four points, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I think, I think this year in the fantasy draft, I want to go wide receiver first, tight end second. I've been thinking about that too. There's so many wide receivers that you should probably go running back first. I know that sounds stupid. No, it's not stupid because you have to have. You have to have yeah, you have to have a top ten running back and then like top fifteen running back. It's the only way you're gonna win. I think like last year or the year before, I forget. It actually it didn't end up being that bad. But it was the year that Saquon Barkley got hurt, like the mm-hmm. first game or whatever. But we were like literally down to like Miles Gaskin and <laughs> stuff like uh my like Devin Singletary or some shit. You know, yeah. Like, our, you can't win fantasy like that Uh, i'll tell you right now yeah yeah exactly so teams like the bills where josh allen like it or not he is their running back you'd never draft any of their fucking people i understand when you're injured and you're playing the wire and shit but yeah exactly but But going going to what ryan said yeah i think it's you gotta go like uh i'm thinking running back wide receiver running back tight end i think you have to there's so many weeks in fantasy football where at the end it's like comes down to a couple points. Yep. And historically, I mean, we try to get a good tight end, but we've I don't think we've ever had like a dominant tight end just on our team. Like like the people that that go up and get like Andrews or Kelsey or some shit like that. Like it's always or like Kale. like we have no stand or something. You know, he's like just average. He's not gonna break the slate or anything. But uh, if you're if you're always dominating the, the tight end points. You could you could make up the points you know, like you guys are saying the depth of receivers and stuff like that. I agree, and if you're if you're a league allows it to have two tight ends, like you could play a tight end as your flex. I had no. fucking that. I was in a league like that last year, and I had Kittle and Andrews, and I literally dominated. Oh yeah, <laughs> well there you go. Ours doesn't, but yeah, if you can yeah. for sure. I yeah. I think I started with Kittle and Waller, and then I traded Waller for Andrews. And I was like, oh, my God, what a dummy. <laughs> Wallers is going to be actually a pretty good pickup because they, they have a guy from Green Bay. Yeah, Devante. Yeah. That's another thing. Everyone's projecting Derek Carr going to be a top 10, top five quarterback this year. Mm, I don't think so. Hey. Mm. Mm. I'm very bearish on Derek Carr. I am too. I don't think he's that good, but he's going to have – Renfro, Waller, and Devontae Adams. That's that's uh, dude. I am Pretty huge good. on Renfro. Is a dark horse for me every year. Yeah, 
Wow. Nah, what, I'm getting what's... so pumped talking about this. I'm like standing up walking around now. <laughs> you, you just don't know what his, his uh, production is going to be with like a fucking like one of the top best receivers, you know? Right. I'll probably fade on him this year in the draft, but if he's on like the waiver wire, I'll pick him Cause, up. Because that's what happened with uh, when uh, Julio Jones went to the Titans. Fucking like, garbage, dude. Oh, I know. He, well, he's older, so I get it, but he's always been the number one receiver and then Titans have A.J. Brown. So, yep. and it just like like they're just fighting for past times. So, just something to keep I, will, I will say this a little insider tip here. One of the best receivers last year was DJ Moore, and I think with Baker going to to Carolina, I, I think I think he his production only raises or gets higher from there. Yeah, DJ Moore for sure. Right, I remember playing him. I think we played played against like the team he was on twice last year. Just, oh, he's like their only target. That's it. He gets like 12 catches of the game. That's why if you're in a PPR, there's people like that and like Crowder on the Jets, he got like 12 receptions a game and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, that's that's how I was like getting by last year. But I think this year, I'm predicting like a healthy year. There's been so many injuries the last two or three seasons that like, I, I just, I hope everyone stays healthy this year. Last three years, my first round picks have all been injured. It was Lamar Jackson one year, it was Tyreek Hill one year and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that's fucking Mr. Glass himself. Hey, is anyone betting today or no? Nobody? I don't think so. I just put your Mariners bet in. Hey, what'd you you get the total at? Four? Four and a half. Let me me double check what I got. Actually, I might be able to put some stuff. I got a four. I just, I paid the juice, but yeah, I think it, it it ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Yeah. But I'll, I'll I'll be watching sports today. Yeah, definitely. Did you guys? I sent you guys the the text message about Cover Three did their first uh, uh, team totals. Yeah, I saw episode. that. I haven't gotten a chance to see it. Oh, it just like they they start to do that as it's getting closer and closer to football. Uh-huh. So well, I think we're we're turning the corner here. We just gotta you know you keep yourself occupied by listening to their totals. But it they went over the Pac-12 North yesterday and. Get ready, fucking packed all gonna be absolute garbage this year. Total dumpster fire of a of a <laughs> conference. The, like that's, that, that that's good for me because I'm on Central Time and yeah, their games right. don't kick off until like nine o'clock my time, so I'll be in bed and shit. Like <laughs> you, you're better off watching like a youth football game or something. Seven on seven. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not seven on seven, but they're going. They were like like Oregon's in the Pac-12 North, and it's like I think they're they're. Team total was at nine or something. So then after that, that, after that, the second best team in, in the division is team total is like seven and a half, and it only gets worse after that. And just bad, worse, worse, and horrible. Really, really bad. <laughs> really bad. So, but football is football. What are you gonna do? Beggars can't be choosers. Honestly, dude, I just can't wait for week one. Just can't wait. Can't wait to draft my team first, and then after that, it's like, okay, shit gets real. Yeah, I feel like every year we, well, especially the last couple of years, we've always been like working on, on the time we draft, and so it's we put like no thought into it. But hopefully, it's different this year. Yeah, well, I'll have some some shorts for you to watch. <laughs> yeah, do it for sure. Yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna sure. work on it right here after we wrap this up. All right, well. We can we can wrap it up. Uh, 
anybody wants anybody wants to play or taking Royals team total or four and a half. So Royals or Mariners? I'm sorry, Mariners. 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 <laughs> Wait, let me fucking double check. No, it's Mariners. Yeah, you Royals, said Mariners. Royals was yesterday. Yeah, Mariners. Yeah. Okay. So then we can uh get the old nightcap play in once this hits. Absolutely. All right. I gotta roll. All right. Stay hydrated. Wait. <laughs> Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.